teams in this league. Could coach Mel Tucker be now facing his greatest challenge on a red-hot relegate the Jets team? Welcome back to the Rice Dynasty podcast. Um, I am Michael Carey, your only undefeated team left in the league. Facing off this week against a team that already has 21 points with one player. John, how are you doing at now 2-2 two and two on the season? This is the worst timeline, no doubt in my mind. Um, this could Things could be going better for me, Michael, for sure. <laughs> um, as you can see, if you go to, the, to another stat on the standings, second highest scorer, you know, it, it feels bad. I, I've been here before, though. You know, this, this reminds me of two years ago. Second highest scorer got sixth seed, made it to the championship, or fifth seed, maybe, made it to the championship. I guess I have to repeat that again. And lose yeah. to Charlie? Lose to Charlie in it all? Yep, you lost to Charlie at the end. The fifth versus the sixth seed. But nobody seems to want those seeds. They only want to be top four seeds. If you're not top it four be- seeds, you're pretty much tanking in this league. <laughs> True. Should I start tanking? I, I think you might have to. <laughs> I think it's That's over, the trend. Right? Tom would tell you to tank. You know he would. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably, once he saw one of my players get injured, he was like, it's over, John. It's time to move on. It is. However, we look at this standing so far. We have myself at 4-0, Quinn and Chris at 3-1, and uh, and Anthony at 3-1, and and then... <laughs> Forget about Anthony. I always <laughs> He's not a real 3-1. And, <laughs> and then we have Jack at 2-2, two two, but then you go to points 4, and you have the difference between Jack and Chris in from you know position six to position one in points four is only separated by about sixty points. And then you go to Tom, yes. who's our other two and two team, and his <laughs> points four <laughs> are about two hundred less than Chris. That's fifty a week. Wow, that's insane. So the time. Um, a little bit of parody in the league this year. There could be some teams like relegate the Jets that sneak into the playoffs because these things happen somehow. Um, yeah, obviously you and Jack are two and two despite having great teams, um, and one you could potentially fall to two and three this week. Uh, Anthony could be three and two this week despite having a great team. Um, yeah, it's it's been a very interesting start to the year. More parity than last season, which is good. I think it's good for the league. What do you think, John? Yeah, absolutely. I think there was there's definitely more parity. These top teams seem very beatable, um, and I'm like I look at my schedule and I'm scared. Like I mean, my first five matchups here are very tough, but every week I've been I've been like, okay, I I could lose this week uh, facing Quinn and then Jack and then Michael and now Anthony, I'm like. Last year, it seemed like I wasn't I wasn't scared most of the time. I I would face you or Chris or Anthony, and I would be scared. Um, but anyone else, I was like, okay, 
I should win this week, barring um, just a bad week for my team. Um, I agree. But this year, this year you got Quinn and Jack. We're putting up big numbers. You got Nick's team that could pop off at any any time. Alex's team is doing better than it ever has, and Tom somehow randomly has gotten wins. And then even <laughs> Charlie, like at the bottom of the standings here, even though he's like had a pretty shit year, and I think his team's underperforming greatly, he still has tons of talent. So. Like, he could be a scary matchup, too. I agree. I think Charlie is, in general, a very scary matchup to have, despite his 0-4 record. Um, and I agree with you. Last year, I had similar feelings. Uh, it was kind of like you and me and Chris and Anthony waiting for who we would play next and potentially lose to. And then from there, there were a few upsets here and there. Charlie, obviously, beating Anthony, I think... Um, Jack's old team, uh, managed by Grant at the time, getting upset uh, in a controversial loss, which uh, we're not going to talk about because of our new rules. So um, <laughs> there was a little more parity. Like there's a little more parity this year. I the only team that I don't think has to worry like you and I do is probably Chris. I think his team is good to the point where, unless he's playing us or. Anthony, maybe Jack and Quinn, he doesn't really have to worry. Yeah, agreed. I, I think he's the only one who's who's really riding this this year out pretty confident. His his team's just nuts. I mean, obviously he has one loss already though, um, to you. Uh, so anything could happen. Yeah, it, it's true. Uh, my team got off to a terrible start, and then it's been one of the top scoring teams the last two weeks. Um, top scoring team in week three, second by three points to Jack last week. So ups and downs all over the board for these teams. And um, that makes power rankings very difficult. Yeah. I, I The top six is still – I still am debating it in my head, Michael. I, it's so hard. Even the bottom four was kind of hard for me too this week. But, like, I don't know. Like, I looked at last week's rankings and I'm like, oh, God, like – I have a completely different picture in my mind as to what the rankings are in comparison to my week four rankings. My week four rankings are insanely different right. than what I brought this week. You and I had extremely similar week four rankings. I think it was pretty much the same across the board, maybe a little different, but this week I completely changed mine as well. So it's going to be really interesting if we put in the randomizer and both ended up with the same thing. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Um, well, why don't you get us start started? Off, yeah, number ten, John. Who do you got? I have Tom at number ten. His he's tank man. He's earned it. He's <laughs> earned the number ten spot. Congratulations, Tom. You have tanked. He scored fifty five points. <laughs> your team is all in on your strategy. I I see. DJ Chark hurt himself. Calvin Ridley said, "I don't want to travel to London." Yep, um, everyone going. on your team. Everyone on your team seems to just get injured uh, which is playing to your strategy beautifully obviously so yeah tom you want to be number 10 i'll give it to you you're number 10 dang it john that's the exact mentality i had Tom, (laughs) you were doing something right in coaching your team can can we give coach the year to a guy who does this (laughs) i mean they're doing exactly what he wants He's got a bunch of guys on his bench that are injured that aren't going to, like, potentially pop off. Um, like a guy like DJ Chark, he doesn't have to play Calvin Ridley because he's obviously out. 
Um, John, your t- John, this team is doing exactly what Tom wants. So uh, he wants ten. I'm giving him ten. Tom is my number ten as well. Yeah, I mean, it's it's almost impressive how many of his players are getting injured, and the fact that he is able to start KJ Osborne, what a miracle! It is, um, <laughs> and you know, I, I'm not even mad about it. Like, I'm not mad that this is the way that Tom is tanking. He's doing it the right way. Uh, yeah. We had a lot of talks about it, and I, I have no problems with the way he's tanking. He has like guys that should be rostered; they're just all hurt, and it worked out really <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah, I don't know if we'll see it like exactly in this way ever again. Like you just have all your young players get injured for the entire year. Like Akers, just all these people just gone Judy, for the entire year. But, Thomas. Yeah, but next year, like imagine having all those people and they're fine. Like that's that's a good roster still. Like that's and you'll get the number one overall pick. Yeah, like, he's going to get is, some top picks. He's got, I think, three first rounders, right? So yep. that yeah, he's got Chris's, Quinn's, and then um, his own, which is going to be really good. So he obviously his running back room is weak, but he's going to boost that up with these picks because this yeah. is a good running back class coming in. Because I already started scouting it, and <laughs> it, it, yeah, he's going to just bolster this roster as long as it's yeah. not with Kenneth Walker. That's all I Ooh. ask. Yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like most like the t- the perfect take we're describing is like okay, Tom's going to have to trade away players here but he'd like barely he had he traded away some but like i feel like in a in a different tank he would have to trade away more but he just got so lucky with how many of his players are like out for the year good coaches just flying like this yeah good coaching i guess good coaching um, who's number nine for right. John? we've number talked a lot is... about 10 <laughs> i don't think we've ever talked about yeah. 10 that much <laughs> i mean it's super interesting because this is the most interesting 10 we've had obviously it definitely um all right, uh, number nine's Charlie, um, who I said if he lost to Nick, I would have to like keep him at ten, and my ten would be proven correctly. So I, I will brag about that. But obviously, yeah, I know. But obviously, like Tom, I, Tom's team fell apart, scored fifty-five points. Like, what am I gonna do? You said you'd keep him at ten, and you didn't. I'm also, you lied. Also, also a little biased. I keep looking at the score for this week, all right? It's it's Saturday. We know what's happened on Thursday already, and DK Metcalf had a really good game. Um, and? All right. But, you put him at nine. But, yeah, Charlie. I mean, yeah, I have Charlie at nine. I mean, he still has a good team. Now David Montgomery's out for a bit here, which is rough. Um, so I think his team might start getting even worse here. But he might actually start, I don't know. He still is going to start Kenyon Drake. Every week, isn't he? Uh, that, I don't know why. I, I don't get it. Jamison Crowder is playing. Amari Cooper is playing. Like, what are we doing here, Charlie? Like, why is Kenyon Drake in your lineup when you have even Michael Carter? Like, Amari Cooper, Jamison Crowder, what are we doing here? Why is this <laughs> happening? I, I don't understand. J- Jamal Williams, even. Yeah. Are you yeah. trying? Is my question. Yeah. Like, are you trying? Like, you say you're trying. Um, <laughs> sorry, this is not my nine, so I'm going to hold off for a second. Um, my number okay. nine is still going to be Alex. Uh, he has yet to win a game, but I think he's going to do it this week ahead of Tom. So, uh, Cordell Patterson. This is the perfect example, John, of what Alex needs to do. He needs to sell Cordell Patterson right now. 
Like yep. he is the RB three. This is not sustainable. This is not a young player. He is thirty years old. You should be messaging Quinn, messaging Jack, Chris, you, myself, Anthony, whoever, whoever wants to take him for some value. Go get, I don't know. See if you can get a first round pick for him. He's the number three running back. Like you should try to sell. Now is the best time to do it. So um, I have Alex at nine because I think he's going to beat Tom this week. Nice. Um, I'll talk about Alex later. Because later? My number, my number eight's Nick. Holy cow. I mean, this is this shouldn't be a surprise because I had Alex over Nick and Charlie last week. Um, All right, go and ahead. I, he's, okay. And he performed better than both of them last week. He so did. I, mm-hmm. I think it's obvious that he is might be better than both of them even though i i do agree i don't think alex's players are sustainable (laughs) but for now i think they're still better than charlie and nick's teams okay um but yeah nick here um this is purely based off last week almost because this week robert woods is finally back and that gets me hyped for nick um robert woods apparently had a meeting with mr sean mcfay said please get me more involved sir and he, he answered the call, for sure. 14 targets, um, 150 yards on Thursday. So that's that's the one positive here for Nick. I still like I still stand by what I said last week, which is this is a team that has a lot of old players that can still do well. So every once in a while, he will be getting wins or having really good weeks because um, he's got Lamar, he's got Hunt, Gordon, like these players. While old and not very desirable, um, still score and have good weeks. Yeah, I've got Nick at eight. Um, so I can kind of just piggyback off of what you said. I think uh, he is making a mistake by not playing Latavius Murray, and he's keeping Brian Edwards in there for reasons unknown to me. Um, yes, this team does have some pop-off potential because you do have guys like Lamar and Kareem Hunt who is going to be very hit or miss. Like, he will have great weeks like he did last week, and then he will have weeks where he disappears, and it's all Nick Chubb. So, uh, yes, seeing Bobby Tree's performance on Thursday night, I tried to factor that out, knowing we are doing this on Saturday. Um, but he's here. Bobby Trees is back. So, good for Nick. This is going to be a tough matchup for me, I really think, based on my matchup. So, I moved him up a little bit. He is at eight. Um, all right. And my seven is Alex. Wow. Um, yeah. Alex all the way up to seven. He was my eight last year. Now he's – or last week. Now he's seven. That might be the um, highest he's been in years. Yeah, it might be, honestly. Uh, but honestly, his, his team is putting up it, – it's just impressing me more than Nick and Charlie right now who are not doing well. at the. They're not too hot here at the start of the year. Um, whereas Alex just randomly has some players that are doing really well, inclu- including Patterson, um, including Mr. Hollywood Brown. That's who I was going to mention he maybe tries to sell here, mm-hmm. um, es- mm-hmm. especially with Bateman possibly coming back this week, but he will be coming back soon. Like, this might be – I mean, this could be this could be continuous. Brown could actually just be really good now, and he will be the, the wide receiver one. But they spent – a lot of draft capital on Bateman. I think it's better to bet on the fact that once Bateman comes in here, Marquise Brown is not going to be doing as well as he's been doing at the beginning of the year. So I think it might be time to sell him. It's going to be harder to sell Patterson to one of us, 
because I think we still all know, like, okay, he's old, and this he's not actually RB3. We're, like, kind of smart about it. But Marquise Brown is, like, he is still young. He's It's kind of like a juicy opportunity for, I feel like, some of our top players here. They're like, maybe it because w- maybe it does pay off. Maybe he will be good. Yeah, it, that's the gamble, right? Like, every time you sell a guy high or, you know, low or whatever, it, it's a gamble. So, like, with Hollywood Brown, this is an example of a guy that if Alex sells him for, say, like, a player and a second-round pick or even, like, a first-round pick, like, maybe that works out for him. Maybe he gets a great player next year in the draft and Hollywood goes back to the way he's been his first two years. Or... Hollywood turns into the player that we all have kind of seen um, as a deep threat, and that's kind of what Lamar does going forward, and he becomes more of a target hog. Uh, I liked Hollywood a lot when he came out, and obviously he's been inconsistent, so that's always the gamble. Um, Yeah, I I don't mind this. I I have some stats, actually, for Alex here. Um, Max points four. Without looking, John, where do you think Alex stacks up? Max points four? Yeah. Um, I think he's seventh, maybe. Is he seventh? He's eighth, yeah. It, but eighth, it's okay. six points behind Charlie. Max points oh, wow. four for yeah. sixth. So, and then points against so far this season. Do you think, like, how do you think he, like, has he been lucky or has he not been lucky? I think he's been unlucky for sure. I, I think he's had very hard matchups, if I recall. Like, I think he's faced, like, me and Anthony. So I'm, gu- I'm guessing he's, like, top three in points. He, he is points last. Points. So, yeah, he has the most points scored against oh, wow. him so far okay. this season. Um, and his points for is not bad. I mean, he is sitting at, yeah, seventh in points for and points against. He is last. So I, I'm starting to come around to this. Maybe Alex is better than I'm giving him credit for. I think some of the names on this roster, we just don't give enough love. But Alex has put together a very solid lineup. He could be putting Jacoby Myers in. I would probably do that. But he actually has options. Like, he has some running backs. Like, he has players to put in. Like, this is cool for Alex. Like, I'm excited. I think he's doing this the right way. This is kind of reminding me of the way Quinn rebuilt his team. Yeah, it's reminded me too. It kind of just snuck up on us, right? Like, oh shit, Quinn's players are just all of a sudden good. But I think the key is definitely making some trades here because that's what Quinn did was he made trades and got some good players. What do you um, think? Bolstered his roster even more. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Alex? Like, what if he sold his first round pick to get a player? Hmm. That could be interesting. It could be. Like, not an because, old player, especially because getting a young player, like a running back or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, looking at his team, right, you're like, okay, 0-1-4, like, Alex, he might have one of the top picks. Like, that's a really good first-rounder, right? Like, yeah. everyone's going to be wanting that super bad that they might even sell sell him something really good. Um, and then all of a sudden, Alex is like, oh, I'm good. I, I'm like, then, I, I'm yeah, his max good. points I have, four. He has Tom's twice on the schedule. Like, his max mm-hmm. points four goes up. Who knows? Sneaks yeah. into the playoffs, maybe somehow. <laughs> I'm not saying he should. If anything, he should wait until next year to do that. Like, get a really good player in the draft and then do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's interesting, though. I, I think he does have some moves that he could make versus last year at this time. He was just kind of stuck. Like, there yeah, was nothing he, he could do no, except wait. No players of value um, at all, except uh, that Chargers running back. I can't remember his name. Uh, Eckler. 
no, oh, not no, Josh Kelly. Either. Josh Kelly. Yeah, Josh Kelly. That was all he had. That and was he the didn't only sell player. at the right time, and now Josh Kelly's worthless. Yeah, we have. I mean, we have much different views on Josh Kelly, but I, I don't blame you for ranking Alex low. Like, I agree. Like, you just look at face value of these names, and you're like, "There's this team is awful." But then you go into their stats, and you're like, "Oh, they're like actually scoring some points this year." This is and, the Moneyball team. Yeah, like these these people look like they suck, but they've actually been scoring a decent amount of points for Alex for sure. No, Chuba Hubbard is going to fall off a cliff after this week and then he'll be back to playing god who knows uh well he'll probably put patterson into his running back spot yeah. and then Fournette, and then he's got um jacoby J- or... no, uh what's the other J- jd mckissick he could play mckissick oh, yeah like yeah he could he could spot start mckissick so he's got actually some options so i'm excited about alex's team I think, like I kind of said earlier, like he can actually do some things with it. If like managed well, this is a team that could get turned around in a year or so. Yeah, which would be awesome. Like, could you imagine Alex getting back and being good like before the yeah. reset? That's that would be just like this Quinn. This I think Quinn it'd be stuff. more hype than Quinn. It would definitely like... be more hype. Alex's Quinn's team was awful at some point, but Alex's team has been awful longer. Yes, like Alex's team has been bottom for such a long time quinn was just like a one year and then he like just started picking up immediately kind of so there's options this is it's gonna be like he's gonna have to take some gambles and he's gonna have to get a little lucky but he could turn this thing around yeah. a year from now we could be talking about alex like we're talking about quinn <laughs> that'd be nuts that would be insane all right i love talking about like tom and alex because that's the cool thing about dynasty is like even at this part of the season when these teams are clearly they don't want to win the championship, they're not going to. There's still a lot going on with them, and they both of these owners should be very active, um, because there's a lot to do here. Oh yeah, Definitely. a lot of work still to be done. Um, number seven for me is Charlie. Uh, this is another owner that I think needs to make a choice on which direction he's going to go. So. I don't think his lineup is bad. I think he could be making some smarter lineup decisions. For example, I think Jamal Williams should be in his lineup or Michael Carter. And then obviously Amari Cooper and probably Jamison Crowder should be in there too. Like Cole Beasley isn't a terrible start, but like you have better options. Kenyon Drake is a terrible start. I don't know what you're doing. This guy sucks. This guy's been in his starting lineup for like three weeks now. Like why? Why would you he ever want him a championship? He's not. He, he, remember, dude, did, did you not? Pay, I guess Charlie wasn't really paying attention last year too much. I mean, he, he was kind of good last year, but he never reached the heights of winning him the, when he won the championship for him. It doesn't matter. He, he's the champion. He's a two-time champion in this league. Very true. Um, I, I, I have uh, Mr. Gio Bernard on my team. That doesn't mean. Or did I drop him? No, I still have him. You dropped him, then you picked him back up, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was about to drop him from Ross Dwelly, and then I was like, eh, I'll just drop P. Ryan. I'll keep, I'll keep the champ. You dropped who? Samaje P. Ryan? Samaje, yeah, Samaje. Oh, I gotta pick this guy up. He's gonna play Yeah, him go up. ahead. <laughs> Apparently, Mixon's gonna play in some capacity, which means I'm oh, not God. starting. Yeah, I was gonna say, I have him in another league. I probably won't start him then. Okay, no. um... 
yeah, so Charlie needs to fix his lineup. I, I, overall, though, I think his team does have more upside than those teams below him. He has more upside than Nick and Alex and Tom, obviously. This is a team that could still win some games and sneak into the playoffs um, if things fall his way. He's off to a good start this week, and he's got players. If he managed this team, and Charlie, you're not going to like this, if you manage this team, make a few more moves. Like, you've made good trades. He has made good trades. Like, the I, Barkley I want to... But, but the one trade that sucks right now for him probably is the one he made with you. Like, I would be crying over the over that trade if I were him. Like, <sighs> my God, has that been the opposite of good for him immediately? Because he's like, okay, my first rounder's gone, and I'm 0-4 now, and this, this is going to be a really good pick. And I got three players that are doing nothing besides Jamal Williams. So. I was going to say, Jamal's not, Jamal hasn't been that bad. Yeah, but he's not, He him himself is not worth a first rounder because Jameis Winston and Mark Ingram are nothing for him. Jameis Winston is literally losing him games because he has to play him. <laughs> like, he is so bad. He had one good week and he has looked awful the past three weeks. Like, pretty bad. It was he's, a gamble. He has no impact on the Saints at all. Like, Taysom Hill... When he's on the field, there's more impact up for the Saints offense at this point. It was a gamble. I I mean, I went back and forth on trading Jameis because I was like, what if this is the backup I need? And then it, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it didn't work out. It I agree. Out. But Jameis wants I, – I can't blame him. Like, Jameis – I remember having Jameis on my fantasy teams. Like, he's actually a good fantasy quarterback. Um, he has at been times. at least. Yeah. He has been. He puts up tons of points and he scores a lot of touchdowns. But and that's what it looked like in week one. It was like, oh shit, old Jameis is back. But now, now it's yeah. it's not looking. Obviously, good. right now it isn't looking good. But we'll see. There's a long season to go. There's a long season yeah. to go. So um, let's get to the hard part of the power rankings. I think like the, the bottom four was hard. I think this is harder. Um, Despite his amazing week last week, I'm still going to put Jack at six. Uh, I think this is a great team. I, I think Zach Moss is doing things. He has a great wide receiving core, too. Uh, probably underrated going into the season, and now it's looking really good. With Debo, God, that hurts me so much. No, this is so – Michael, I can't – oh, my God. Like, I also you and I both can just cry looking at this team. Know, These are our guys, Jod. I also have him at number six, but, like, it's so hard to put this at number six, right? Like, I'm looking at his starting lineup. I'm like, oh, my God. How can I put this at number six? What the John, hell? John, these are That's... our guys. This is our, this is These are guys that all played for us. Like, <laughs> Rodgers so was true. my first quarterback. Jonathan Taylor is a guy I drafted. Debo Samuel is a guy that you had and that I traded for. I had for. and that you had as well. We both and had I that loved guy. him. And I you traded him because I'm an idiot. You're and Chenault is a guy I drafted, I had, traded up for. Uh, DJ Moore <sighs> this looking hurts, better. Man. DJ Moore looking better alone than AJ Brown. Not to mention the fact that I also gave him Daryl Henderson in that trade. So, yep. like, what and the Debo hell, is man? the number four <laughs> receiver in fantasy. Yeah, this sucks. I, Can we not I talk knew, about this team? I knew when we made this, the trade, too. Like, I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of that trade I made with Tom where he, like, gave me, like, three players for Zeke. And I right. destroyed him in that trade. And I, like, was thinking that in my mind while we were making the trade. And I was like, nah, but it'll work out for me. This is A.J. Brown. 
I think I've <laughs> told you this too. Out. I think that night when I knew the trade was being considered, I woke up a few times in the night and was like, withdraw it, just withdraw it. And I didn't. I don't know if I've told you that before, but I did no. wake up a few times that night and I was like, just pull it, just pull it. And I almost did. And I was like, it's not going to get accepted. It's fine. Oh, and then it got accepted. And, it and got now accepted. we're here. And now we're here. And Jack's and reaping DJ, the benefits. DJ Moore actually has a quarterback. God, I like when I watch him, I'm like, I wish he was on my team again. Like I oh. remember I remember being depressed watching DJ Moore last year every single time. But now it's like actually Taylor. fun. Now it's actually fun to watch this oh. guy, and I'm like, oh now I just have to be sad. I, yeah, that, that, that's how I was with Jonathan Taylor when he had that great run down the stretch last year. It was like he was so good, and I was like, oh, I traded this guy. And now I'm watching that with Debo, <laughs> and I see him just popping, and I'm like, this was my guy. I loved him, and I yeah. traded him. Like, why did I do that? And that's probably why I haven't made as many trades this year, is I'm, like, trigger shy with, like, yeah. guys that I like. Same here. I mean, I, I, went, I had to go through it again. Um, I've gone through it twice when I faced you with Tyreek Hill. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> That's the that worst sucks. trade I've ever made in fantasy. So That was worse than the ones we made with Jack's team. Yeah, no doubt. Because I it was a pure panic trade. Pure panic. Just super idiotic move. So, <laughs> ugh, <laughs> We thought he was going to get like suspended from the league or I arrested. Know. I was like, this guy's going to jail for life. Like, <laughs> this guy's done with life. <laughs> But it's the NFL, John. It's the NFL. I've learned now. I was like, this is the NFL. Like anyone does anything bad, they murder someone. It doesn't matter. They're they're on the field next week. (laughs) They might get a a quarter suspension. (laughs) A quarter suspension. But they'll be back in this. You should still start them. They're coming back in the second half. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So Jack's number six for us, and it's um, pure spite. He met, we probably should be higher, but he probably should be. But we just we hate this team. I can't look at this team. I don't want to talk about it ever again. We're never discussing no. him again. No. All right. Um, Quinn's number five for me. He tumbled. I'm sorry, Quinn. Um, not a good showing last week. I think this team is coming back to reality. Cooper Cup had is off to a decent start this week. But, um, obviously, Russell Wilson's now hurt. Uh, Chris Carson was out this week. Uh, the team is kind of – it's coming back down to earth. Julio Jones is injured. I still think this team is a contender um, once it gets healthy. A bright spot on this squad is um, – oh, wait, never mind. That's Blake Jarwin. I, I thought it was uh, the other tight end. Dalton Schultz. <laughs> Dalton Schultz is the, is the good tight end on Dallas. So my bad. Yeah, um, yeah no bright spots. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. T. Higgins is coming back. That's good. Um, no, th- this team is still a contender. I think it's just a little injury-ridden right now. We'll see what happens. Jalen Waddell, I've said this before, he is a stud. He's an A-plus wide receiver with a plus quarterback so that that kind of sucks for him right now he'll be back and it'll be all good so yeah yeah quinn's here for me yeah i got quinn at five too and it's sad and i mean his team reminds me of teams from the nfc west and that makes sense because he has a lot of players from the nfc west mm-hmm. and that like i feel like every like even last year russell like all these people were popping off at the beginning of the year and i was like oh my god this is the year russell just carries quinn 
to a championship. This year I was like, oh, this is the year Stafford and the Rams offense is just going to be so good that Quinn's going to be unstoppable. And these past two weeks in, in these matchups, yeah, the Rams have not looked unstoppable on offense. So um, they still look, uh, still look pretty good on Thursday against Seattle and everyone like Stafford was getting everyone involved. It wasn't that good of a fantasy day for him, though. Um, and yeah, Cup is, while he looked like the only wide receiver in L.A., the first three weeks, and we've quickly learned that Bobby Trees is still there. Van Jefferson's also there. Apparently, Deshaun Jackson's getting Deshaun targets. Deshaun Jackson, like, yeah. Yeah, like Cups, Cups quickly. We're realizing, oh, Cups, Cups not going to be that guy. I will say the bright spot is Zeke. I think Zeke is looking way better than I thought he would. I mean, remember after week one, we were like, oh, boy. Like, Pollard looking really good. Zeke looked bad. But yeah. Yeah, that's true. And we knew week one was going to be tough for Zeke. Yeah. We, we didn't overreact. I know some people did. But you and I came on here and we yeah. literally said he's a buy low candidate. Yeah. Um, I, I think yes, there's a I sell agree. high can- There's a good sell high candidate on this team too, and it's James Conner. Absolutely. And I think he's trying, but I think <laughs> this league's not dumb. It yeah. really isn't. <laughs> this league has gotten a lot smarter in the last few years, which Definitely. makes it really annoying when we try to like find edges um because every once in a while like there is an edge and you just you try to sell a guy high i agree with you though i think he's a very much a sell high i don't think james connor's production is going to be uh it's not going to be repeated i mean look at his yards per carry like even in his like against jacksonville he was he got 11 carries but he scored two touchdowns like is he going to score on 20 percent of his carries probably not and then last yeah. week, 18 carries, two touchdowns. Like, again, he scored on 10% of his carries. Like, it's not going to happen. So he, he's clearly a sell high, and you can't start him. I, I still think you can't start him. Yeah, I agree. Um, I will. I I like. I do like how smart, how much smarter our league has gotten, though, because in one of my other dynasty leagues I'm in, someone made a trade Cordell Patterson for, a, like, a first and a second, and Everyone was calling for collusion, and they were like, "This is the RB three, and he just traded for draft picks." And I'm oh, like, God. "This guy just got like such a steal!" Like, and Patterson's... you're like, "It's collusion the other way." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Patterson sucks. <laughs> like, what are you guys talking about? They're like, "He's the RB three. This guy's <laughs> you can't trade him for a pick. <laughs> He's worth way more than that." And I'm like, that was the... our first year too, though. Chris Herndon. Yeah, I know. Chris yep. Herndon for a first. <laughs> yep, I remember. Oh, We're experienced at this point. We've been there. We've been there. Yeah. Oh gosh, oh. that was hilarious. Um, four. Yeah, we we just threw first round picks all over the place. Yep, fourth for me, uh, and this is close. Uh, I put Anthony at four, up from five last week. Uh, I think this team three and one, so it, it's hard to really complain against it a whole lot it got a great win against our former number one last week um, a lot of it thanks to Patrick Mahomes and then Najee Harris who he very appropriately named chill Najee because uh, <laughs> this guy's got to chill he is getting the ball way too much like last week was a modest week for him only 21 touches uh, against Green Bay in a game that they were completely outmatched and had no chance and yeah 
Najee just gets the ball so much that he's going to score points. Imagine if this guy was on a good offense that gave him the ball that much. That's But that's the reason why they give him the ball as much is because oh, he's yeah. on a bad team. Imagine you're Mike Tomlin and you're like, okay, I have this old piece of shit at quarterback. <laughs> and then I got Juju <laughs> Smith-Schuster out here probably taking, like, TikToks while he's on yeah, the field. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to call a running play here. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, I think that's a big reason why he's getting so much. But, I mean, you can't complain if you're Anthony. No, you can't. Sure. And, um... Yeah, Anthony, I say this every week. I'm going to say it again. Kyle Pitts is coming. It's going to happen. Like, one of these weeks, it is coming. Like, nine targets last week, only four catches. Like, one of two things is going to, we're going to find out in, like, the next three weeks. Either Kyle Pitts is bad, or he's really good and he's just been getting unlucky. And I don't think he's bad. I think eventually they're going to figure it out. He's going to get the ball a lot because he gets, he gets a lot of targets. Or Cordell Patterson just takes the whole offense, and it's it's actually he's actually a jam. It's, his, it's the thirty-year-old Cordell Patterson's offense. This is what I yeah. thought Kyle Pitts was going to be. What Cordell Patterson <laughs> yeah. is doing, I thought that was going to be Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I mean, maybe eventually. Like I don't know. I could even. I don't know. I don't. I. I don't even think his career is going to be decided here. It could. It could be decided next year. Like at this point, he could score this for the rest of the year, and I'd be like, okay, he's still super talented. He's a tight end. Maybe he'll get a better yeah. quarterback. Who knows? Right. But yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Is Matt Ryan's getting old? So that's that's the weird thing about Pitts is he's going to go through a rebuild. He's only twenty one though, so like you have time to wait. Anthony mm-hmm. obviously doesn't want to wait because his team. It's, it's not old, but it's not young, and it's it's ready to win. So, yeah. anyway, um, no, this team's still great. Obviously, Chubb is going to be somewhat inconsistent, though. I think that's what we're learning is sometimes he's going to score and sometimes he's not. Like, I think he's going to rack up yards every week. He's going to wrap up, wrap up, rack up touches every week. But here's the big difference. He's not going to catch the ball. And targets yep. and receptions in fantasy seem a lot more valuable to me than carries so ppr half ppr it does definitely right and if you catch the ball as a running back you're probably gonna get five yards at least so then that's a point instead of you know 0.5 points anyway yeah it's um it's valuable hence camara who for some reason <laughs> didn't even get a target last week what the hell He's the best receiving back outside of Christian McCaffrey in the NFL and didn't get a target. Like, what are we doing, Saints? Anyway, Anthony's number four. I'm sorry. I I just Yeah, no, he's he's my number four, too. And, yeah, you you pretty much said everything. Um, Yeah, his team is still good. And, honestly, they just had a – they still had, like, a little bit of an off week and still looked really good, mainly because Patty Mahomes is nuts and finally got that matchup where – he wasn't going to lose or it wasn't going to be a close game. So that's good. He does face the Bills this week, so that's a little scarier. Yeah. Uh, but overall, yeah. still not much to worry about here, I think. this, Even though his, his team just didn't get touchdowns this week, really. Like, they still had an insane amount of yards, like over 100 yards for Diggs, Kamara, 100 yards for Chubb. None of them scored touchdowns, but still got so much volume out of all three of those guys. Right. No, agreed. 
All right, number three. John, I'll let you go first because I did rant about Anthony for a long time. Okay, yeah, number three is me. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think I deserve to be behind you at this point for sure after losing to you. I mean, even though I'm second highest, like, there have been two weeks where I still have scored less than a lot of people here. So, I like, I, I definitely deserved the loss this week. Um... It sucked. I mean, it sucks seeing Tyreek go off against me once again. That hurt for sure. Uh, for, but uh, forty-four. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the fifty burger he put up on me last time. Uh, Fifty-five, I should say. But right, forty-four still hurt. And I, I, I wasn't surprised. You could ask my. Fa- I was in Michigan this past weekend with my family. You could ask them. I, every time Tyreek scored, I was like, "This was. This was obvious." This is bad writing. Bad, the script writers are awful this year. Way too, way you too often. On last week's podcast, you're I like, know. he's going to go off. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, he's had bad weeks the last two weeks. Like, the Saints are, the Chiefs are facing the Eagles. Like, this is just the week. This is it, right? <laughs> and then Mike Williams did nothing, which was so sad. Reminded me of the old times. Um, yeah, the good old but, days. And I also got very unlucky with Josh Allen. He scored 24, but like he, his team won 40 to nothing, and he only scored 24. So yeah, you did that get unlucky. That felt bad. Yeah. Because they kept just scoring field goals. That was really annoying. They kept getting stopped in the red zone. You did make it interesting, though. This was a game that yeah. looked like it was going to get – like you were going to get blown out at the beginning, and then Derrick Henry kind of came back into it. But, yeah, obviously Dalvin Cook has been – he, he was still kind of banged up, so he didn't get as much work as you would want, and it was a weird game for the Vikings. They only scored seven points. So, yeah, not the ideal performance for your team. It's been a little inconsistent recently, so that's why I have you at three as well. Yeah. Um, um, number two, I am going to assume we have the same person here, and it is me at 4-0. Yeah. Oh. Um, yep. The team has turned things around a little bit, and – you know, I'm not too worried about Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, despite pedestrian weeks. I'm not worried about Keenan Allen. He's still got 11 targets. Here's who I think – I've got two players who I think are the X factors to this team, and I'm going to talk about them for a second. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I think, is a major X factor for this team. If he does well, I'm going to do well. He has been much better the last two weeks. He's finally looking like the running back that I wanted him to be when I drafted him. I don't think he's getting enough targets still. Only, you know, two catches the last two weeks, but two touchdowns on those targets. So they're using him more in the red zone. He's not getting the goal line work consistently, which is annoying, but two 100-yard rushing weeks the last two weeks, that's what I want out of Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Like, he's getting the ball more. That's that's what I need. Like, he was extremely productive, like seven yards a carry. Like, this guy does have talent. Like, let's give him the ball. I know it's a weird offense where – they're not going to score 42 every week, but he's a big part of my team. I need him to be consistent and not have the weeks like he did against the Ravens. And then the other being Antonio Gibson, who still got 16 opportunities. Um, I'm a little worried about his health, and I know McKissick is being super annoying, but I think Gibson's going to be touchdown dependent. I'll be honest with you. I think he's going to be very touchdown dependent. And if he scores, I'm going to be good. And if not, he could have a bad week where he could get five points. So mm-hmm. um, that's why I don't think my team is at the level of number one. For a quick yeah. second, Trey Lance is here. This guy's <laughs> here, man. 
27 points and a half. Yeah, that was sick. Right. That was so sick. Um, yeah, I uh, I agree you're number two. While I don't believe you should be 4-0, you can't argue that you shouldn't be number two um, in these power rankings. Well, your first two weeks, you probably got pretty lucky. The last two weeks, yeah. you have proven that you deserve to be here. Um, and that 4-0 record might be a little might be a little luck, but it's great for you, right? Like, that's awesome. And now, like, your team is definitely good enough to beat anyone. So, um, this is yeah, a great it's start for you. Yeah, also bad enough to lose to anybody, which we True. Know. True. But, I, honestly, I, I, I tend to think your team will be more like this and – you know, you had some bad weeks out of players, but it didn't matter because you have players like Tyreek Hill that can carry an entire week for you. Um, Devontae true. Adams is also like that. Um, so if one of them has a bad game, like, it's super likely the other one's, like, scoring 40 points, which is nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter how inconsistent your running backs are. Like, you have the two best wide receivers, and they're so good that they just score 40 points sometimes. So, um yeah, that's the biggest upside, but you've got, like, Herbert, who I think is amazing quarterback, and your running backs are still good. Um, Gibson and Yeah, i got to figure out this tight end position. I think Kittle – or I think Gasicki can hold the fort down uh, until Kittle comes back, and honestly, this is probably better for me in the long term that Kittle goes on IR so he can, uh, you know, he can get healthy and, yeah. like, be at 100%, so – yeah, I agree. That's kind of what I want them to do with Mixon and Cook is rest them like a couple weeks here, and then I'll get them like fully healthy um, a few weeks down the line. But because they have like basically the same injury, so right. wish, wish they'd rest them more. All right, let's talk about them. Number one. Do we have to? Do we have to, Dad? We don't have to. We can just <laughs> end it now. What if we just ended the podcast right here? <laughs> all right guys it's been another fun matchup. episode yeah, we didn't even predict the next the, the, the match oh yeah we can just predict the matchups no Gosh. okay chris brenton is number one um because he's gonna get christian mccaffrey back and saquon barkley looks really good saquon's back that's for sure oh gosh the only thing this team can kind of be a little concerned about is cd lamb and DeAndre Hopkins have not had two of their best weeks the last couple weeks. However, that's not going to stop him because Terry McLaurin's here. He's going to get Christian McCaffrey back. Um, and he could play Devontae Smith because Devontae Smith is actually pretty good. So this team has too much depth to worry about anybody having a few bad weeks. I think he's making the right call of keeping C.D. Lamb in. Because I still think CeeDee Lamb is uh, too talented to keep out of your lineup. Yeah, I agree. It's too it's too tough. I mean, yeah, his team's just nuts. He, he's I think he's gotten pretty unlucky that Kyler's targeting um, other people like A.J. Green. A.J. The Green. new Hopkins. Hopkins Sr., as I like to call him. Hopkins Sr. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, he still scored 133 despite like bad weeks from Swift, CD, Hopkins. Like still popped off and outscored most of the league. So doesn't matter. Didn't even have CMC either. I mean, Kenneth Gainwell's getting way more attention than I thought Don't he would. Talk about him. Like what the hell? 18 what points. What is happening? He has. He got, he got eight six targets. Catches. 
for yeah, six he got eight targets. Yeah. yeah, they're using him so much in the receiving game. I mean, it's just getting more and more each week. It's and disgusting. Then, and then he just steals the touchdown from Sanders every time as far as running it goes. For some reason. He's barely running it, but when he is, it's when they're at the goal it's when they're like close to the goal line or whatever and he just gets the touchdown. That's I hate insane. it. Yeah. It makes Sanders unplayable. It makes him unplayable. They're both just yeah. unplayable. Yeah. On a one team that won't run the ball consistently enough. Anyway. One of those backfields. It is one of those backfields. It's like you could throw them in, and you might get lucky and get a 20-point game, or you could get a two-point game out of them. Yep. It's just totally. that's the way they're going to go. So, All right. Like, Miles, can I have the ball, please, Sanders? <laughs> uh, all, right. all right. This is an interesting week, week five. Uh, we got some really good games in this week. Um, I think all of these games could go either way, every single one of them. True. I think I'll start with the one that I think is not going to go the, the way of an upset. So, uh, oh, gosh, no, never mind. I don't know. What do you want to start with? You pick. <laughs> I don't know. They're all, like, if we recorded this before Thursday night, I think we'd be, we would have a different mood. But Charlie totally and Nick. Would. Charlie and Nick had really good games, so all of a sudden it's like, okay, they could possibly get the upset based off that start. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I still, I uh, let's start with you, you and Nick and Charlie and Chris, because I, I, right. I, I don't know. It's still hard to pick the upsets in those games. I feel like. Um. Okay, so interesting game here. I think Nick's got some really good matchups, like Lamar against Indy is a great matchup. Um, Emmanuel Sanders against Kansas City, if this is truly the lineup he's going to go with, I think that is a good matchup. And I think Goddard against Carolina is a good matchup because I think, once again, Philly's going to be in a game where they're not the better team and they're going to have to throw a lot. Um, This is going to be tight. I really think this will be a close game because I don't like my matchups at all. So I'm going to pick myself, but in a barn burner, like a low scoring, like 110 to 108. Mm. Yeah, I think I pick you to win here. I think this is going to be a definitely a nicer week for Nick, though. I agree. Like, especially with the start from Robert Woods. Um, and he definitely has some nice matchups. So, yeah, I, I would agree that um, this is probably the week where Nick can actually put up a fight against you, but I still got you winning it. Yeah, and uh, I'll make this put this on the record. I think the Packers are going to struggle tomorrow in Cincinnati. I think they're going to lose that game, actually. Yeah, so. that's, that's 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 trap game written all over it. I agree with that. Jerry Alexander on the IR. That's not good. Yeah. That's our, the Packers' best corner um, against a really good passing attack. So, anyway, um, yes, I think it's going to be really close. I think I'm still going to pull it off, but I would not be surprised if Nick wins this. Uh, Chris against Charlie. Let's let's get wild here. Ooh, you're picking Charlie, huh? <laughs> if Charlie sets his lineup, Charlie, listen to this tonight. Listen now. We got to make that the title. List Charlie, Charlie listen your, now. <laughs> Charlie, put Amari Cooper in and put Jamison Crowder in. If you put them in, I think you could win this game. I really do. Hopkins against San Francisco, tough matchup. Justin Jefferson against Detroit. That's a really easy matchup, though. Uh, Barkley against Dallas. That's not an easy matchup. Um, Murray against San Francisco. Also not an easy matchup. Like, there's potential here. Like, 
You could win this. Just set your lineup, please. Harris against Houston. Houston's terrible. Come on, yeah. Charlie. You could win this week. Set your lineup, please. Put in Jamison Crowder. <laughs> put in Amari Cooper. Win the week. Um, that being said, Chris is going to win because Charlie's <laughs> not going to set his lineup. No, I I think I think he'll set it. I don't understand why. Like, I kind of understand maybe why he wouldn't put Crowder in, but I don't understand the Amari Cooper bench here. Like, I know he had two bad weeks, but le- that that wasn't last week. Last week he finally was back. He finally had 14. He scored over 10, and he looked he looked he looked banged up in two and three. But he finally looked back. He like he literally was out for a little bit in game four, and then came back and um, scored yeah, he 14. Still scored. So right. And Jamison Crowder got nine targets in his first game back. Like you don't think they're gonna try to give him the ball more? And it's Atlanta. He's got until 6.30 a.m. tomorrow, you know, West Coast time to do this. So oh, it's yeah, got to happen shoot. tonight. Well, I'll yeah. text him right now. <laughs> All right, we're texting him. Still going to make right. up the title of the podcast. Yep. Um, okay, yeah, but yeah, Chris wins. You can't not pick Chris. You can't not pick Chris here, I agree. All right, um... Let's go to Alex versus Tom. I mean, Alex has a lot to prove here after I ranked him seven. But honestly, even though Tom's tanking, like, you, you do look down his roster and you're like, okay, this is still a team that could win, especially against a roster like Alex that I think at any point could just have a week of nothing. Um, that being said, he does have some nice matchups here, including Mr. Chuba Hubbard in his... Um, final appearance replacing Mr. McCaffrey against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, this might be his best week of the season, I'll be honest. Um, Kirk against Detroit. Like, this is going to be a bounce-back week for Kirk, for sure, uh, after that rough Browns week. Maybe yeah, get, maybe Kirk's even throw a nice week. Even, maybe even throw it to Coughlin in the end zone a couple times. That'd be nice. Know. Get the stack going. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I picking like, Alex in this game. Yeah. I like Alex's matchups too much. I, I agree. Javante so. going up against Pittsburgh. That's a oh. tough defense to run against. Like Aaron Jones did nothing against them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with I'm going with Alex. I think he's going to win this. First time I picked Alex all year. Yeah, Cordero Patterson against the Jets as well. 6:30 a.m. tomorrow morning. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm, I'm going to be up. Oh. Um. Yeah, okay, let's go. I my game of the week is Jack Quinn because it's um a friend no, matchup. No, you can't pick that as game of the week. It's fr- it's you a friend matchup though. Okay, fine. It's, it's the, me and Anthony. Right, it's the brotherly rivalry. But it's so obvious I win every game. Like I win every time, you know? By two, but I win every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm picking you you and Anthony as, okay, the, fine, as the game fine. of the week. All right. Jack All and right. Quinn though is up there for me because obviously Definitely this is, is. Quinn Quinn brought Jack into the league and Jack's gonna beat him down. To the ground, pummel him, based Ooh. based off the start of this, right? Absolutely, right? Dis- right? destroy him. Wrong, um, wrong, <laughs> wrong. You're wrong. Nope. Right. Quinn's gonna win. He's bouncing back. I don't care what the start looks like. Somehow Quinn's gonna turn this around. He's a team of destiny, and I hate looking at Jack's team. So give me Quinn. <laughs> uh, this will be the first one I oppose you. I definitely think. Uh, Jack's going to get the win here this week. I, I don't got, care. I got Jack winning. 
Nope. He's got Debo. He's got, he's he's got really good matchups. No, nope, doesn't matter. Against Arizona, yeah, maybe not. But I don't care. Doesn't matter. And with Kittle nope. out, with Kittle out as well. Don't talk to me about that. It's kind of a nutty, kind of a nutty prediction there, Michael. Um. <laughs> it's Trey Lance or bust. <laughs> okay, so just Trey Lance. Trey Lance. What's that guy? What's that guy that they he really likes? Uh, Sheffield. No, yeah, Sermon. Sheffield. Sermon. Is... Trey Sermon. No, I've never heard of him. Trey Trent Lance Sheffield. and Trey Sermon. They like it. Hey, that, Sermon actually had a decent week last week. That was nice to he watch. He did. We didn't even talk about that. That's, yeah. That was pretty cute. Too bad Elijah yeah. Mitchell is coming back this week. Oh, he's nothing. I don't I don't even know that guy. <laughs> never heard of him? No, never heard of Elijah. The okay. real back to own in San Francisco is Kyle Huschek. Number one yeah. fullback. Yeah, that's true. Sleeper honestly. has that stat, by the way. Wow. Wow. That's sad. <laughs> um, I wish we could like you know the top thing you can scroll and you see like RB QB I want fullback on there yeah there should be there should be fullback for sure it really should be we should add a fullback position I agree um, I want to add fullback that's awesome <laughs> even though that going like the second round even though fullbacks are dying they're a dying breed no doubt no we need them <laughs> we need fullbacks all right. Um, let's, game um, of yeah, the week. I'm going Quinn. Game of the week. You versus Anthony. I mean, what a historic, historic rivalry. Yeah, do you have numbers on this? I wish I did. Um, but I think the numbers are I win a lot recently, at least. I think Anthony was beating me at the beginning. And then ever since I, like, ever since that game where I almost came back and I lost, then I started beating him in close matchups. Oh, you mean um, the playoff week? In, I don't think that was one? playoffs. I think that was not playoffs. It was the week where Anthony scored like an insane amount. Oh, was, yeah. Those were year he, two. Yeah, he had like 170-something, and then I was like coming back and had um, Odell in a game. And then that's when I hated <laughs> Odell because he dropped like four yes. passes. And that I was literally... Definitely... I just it was year needed, two. It was year two. I yeah. I just needed him to catch one ball, just one of those drops that he made, and I would have won the game. But and he like like I was I was within like a point or whatever I was with like ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. So I was like, oh, this is in the bag. Ten minutes left. Like Odell's gonna get one. All I need is one catch from him. Didn't get a catch the rest of the game. Um, and it would have been such a sick comeback because I was doubt because Anthony like. I had, like, all night games, so it was, like, Anthony 170-something, which was, like, the highest score in the league at that point, to me at, like, 80, and then I, like, fully came back and lost 174 to 173, so. That's the the most historic, that's the one I remember. Um, The other ones were pretty close, too, as far as I recall. Uh, Yeah, this has always been a tight matchup, and obviously two great teams, Oh, Lockett's off to a slow start. That obviously hurts Anthony's chances. Screw it. This is the week. Kyle Pitts is breaking out, and you're going down again, John. It's Anthony. Uh, Anthony's taking it. Honestly, I believe it. (laughs) I totally believe it, Michael. The way your season started? It's absolutely believable that this is the year that that happens once again. Um, You'll still make the playoffs as like the sixth seed though, and then yeah. win it. <laughs> yeah, which is nice. So I guess I, I guess I could take the loss. 
Um, okay, I'm going through league history right now to find out recent matchups. All right, yeah. so I can talk about this a little bit while you do that. Uh, um, oh, yeah, I got my yeah. matchups here. I, I won 144-85 to 85 last time against him. Holy cow. Or wait, no, last time I faced him was in the playoffs too, right? And I won 166-147. to 147. Yeah, that was a really good game. Obviously, two very high-scoring teams deserved that top four, like, semifinal matchup. Mm-hmm. And then I won yep. week 11, won 144 to 85. And then week three, I won, or week week four, I won 171 to 120. Holy cow. Yep. Nope. This is the week for Anthony. He's got to <laughs> bounce back. He hasn't beaten you in a while. And I think that's the way to do it. I'd agree. I mean, we always face in the semifinals. Um, it always happens. That's just the matchup. Um,. But yeah, I, I I think it might be I think Anthony's a little due. Obviously he had a bad start here from Lockett, but Yeah, I don't know. I could totally yeah. see I mean I still have a lot of injury problems, so I could totally see me not being able to start Mixon, which I already have him out of my lineup. And then possibly not even Cook's still questionable and is still possibly not gonna play against Detroit, which would suck. Like I want him to play so badly. Yeah, um, that would be really good. Um, definitely not good if he doesn't play. Uh, you you obviously won't play Joe Mixon. Yeah, your options would then fall to what? Brandon Cooks? Cooks against New England? Or AJ Green? I would rather play AJ Green, I'll be honest. Not only because Cooks is playing New England, but also because AJ Green wants revenge on Anthony for dropping him. Ooh, good point. Good point. Yeah, I'd put him in. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, I still think, yeah, if Dalvin Cook is limited, you will lose. Um, sorry. Yep, I agree. Uh, we'll, we'll I have but to James start. Robinson, a good matchup against Tennessee. Derrick Henry, great matchup against Jacksonville. They're going to go um, head to James Robinson's going to be your like. quarterbacks play against each other. Yeah, that's, that's going to be fun. That is also going to be fun on Sunday night. Sunday I, I can't night wait. football. I can't wait for J-Rob to be like, no, Derrick Henry, I'm better than you. And he outruns him that game, right? It's going to be sick. That's going to be awesome. If he outscores Derrick Henry, I'm immediately buying a J-Rob jersey. So, Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so. you heard it here. <laughs> um, if Yeah, if Trey Lance uh, – let's say this. If Trey Lance is a top-five quarterback this week, I'll buy a jersey. Let's go. Me and Michael buying jerseys, we're here. We should make a bet to buy a jersey every week. We really should, yeah. And if, now I, yeah, if Trey and Lance now is top-five this week. In his first That's, start, I will buy a jersey and I will start him. Um, at some point, and, we should do it for other players. We should be like, if Charlie starts Drake, we should be like, listen, Charlie, if Drake scores over 10 points, I'll buy a Kenyon Drake jersey. <laughs> Many plays. He's not these. starting Drake. He's starting Cooper now. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Even though I have his first round pick, I'd much rather him actually play a viable lineup. I mean, it doesn't matter who's in his starting lineup. Um, the, yeah, exactly. Point, it's the max but, points for. I want yeah. him to win. Um, all right. It's going it's to be a fun week. This is going to be interesting. Um, yeah, I, I am very nervous about my game. I think this could be an upset. So God, we I shall see. But I'm excited to see Trey Lance. I put up, like, a record numbers every time I face Anthony. Like... 170 last time and in year two i put up like 204 on him like my god yeah you were the first 200 team 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, the so the 174-173 game was year one then. Yep. I remember that. Still, so I was like, wow. Never still like the still my favorite game I played in fantasy ever. Like Quinn's was the one against Quinn this year was pretty close to doing it. Mm-hmm. As well, oh, that was pretty awesome too. But I, it's not as my much of my favorite because I was driving around in the car while it was happening and didn't know it was happening. So if I was <laughs> if I was watching, I would have enjoyed it more. Well, it's gonna be a fun week. It starts off. Nice and early tomorrow, 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. Get up. I can't wait. Get up early. Let's go get them. See you next week.